Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello, Australia. Welcome back to my Millennial Money Express. I'm Glenn James. This is a short form podcast that I do with just myself. Sometimes we have some little guests. We try and keep this one under 15, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever we get to. Now, this episode is brought to you by Glenn's Personal Financial Plan. Now, this is a document that you can download uh, if you are curious to see what I do with my own money, how I've set up all my financial foundations, how I've set up my will, my estate plan, how I've set up my personal insurances, how I invest, what owns my investment, what I invest in, everything. And it is a way that you can support everything that we're doing here at My Millennial Money. So you can jump in and um, see that in the show notes. And thank you to everybody who has uh, downloaded that already. Now that is different to the Glenn James spending plan. Uh, We've had a few messages of people wanting to know the difference. Uh, Glenn's personal financial plan is literally my personal financial plan. It's a document. I think it's about 17 pages of how I do things. Uh, Where the Glenn James spending plan, it is a online course and there'll be a link in the show notes with the promo code. And I just want to say thank you to all the regular listeners who have been with us last year. And if you are new to any of the My Millennial Money podcasts or hearing my voice, I hope I can at least add one little bit of value or encouragement whenever I pick up the microphone. And please remember, my comments are worth what you paid for them. So a bit of a chill pill sometimes. And at the end of my little chat here, I'll share all your responses from the post I put up on Instagram on the 1st of January. The good thing about personal finance is it's personal and things change. The bad thing about personal finance is things change and it's personal. I mean, how many times have we set things on autopilot and we look up a couple of years later and... um, we forgot we did something or we've, you know, things have changed and we haven't changed our bank accounts or structures or anything like that. So I just think for me personally, this time of the year uh, in January of a new year, a lot of us are on a bit of a holiday, a bit of a break where uh, we've got some downtime. I think it's good just to swing back around and maybe change uh, a few things if needed. Uh, But more importantly, just to look over a couple of things to see if they need attention. The things I'm going to talk about in this episode is just things that I've done uh, in my personal life. And I can't speak on behalf of everybody, but some of the things that I say, will it encourage you to think of your own things that you can do in your own personal finances just to, um, to keep on top of that? So it is so important that we keep on top of our, our stuff because no one's above this. I'm not above this crap, um, as you'll... Uh, as you'll start to hear. Now, my first point is, it's the start of a year. I want you to clean your house. I want you to clean your car. I want you to clean your bedroom, your yard, whatever patch of earth or 
your designated area, if you spend a lot of time in the kitchen, clean the kitchen. If you spend a lot of time in the garage, clean that up. I've found in my personal life when my living areas are clean and and there's a difference between dirt and clutter. You might be a cluttery person and I know lots of them, that's fine, uh, but just don't make, make sure it's not grubby, okay? So there's a difference between clutter and, and dirt and being actually filthy. So just clean up everything. Have a bit of a, a January midsummer cleanup. I, I've, I spend the day the other day just cleaning up all my crap at home in the backyard and I just find I feel more in control with many areas of my life, if when I get home, there's not crap everywhere and it's not filthy and I would really encourage you, um, take a, a couple of days or a day and clean up, put some crap online, sell it. I've got some old tires out the back that I'm going to put on, on Gumtree or Marketplace. Uh, I've got an old laptop that I need to get moving. So use this time to press reset where you're living and I think you'll agree with me that it will feel so much better when everything is clean and in order. I want you to make a decision this year to be intentional, okay? So, I want you to, and like you might be intentional with your money, awesome. Find another area of your life to be intentional with, whether it's your relationships, whether it's your health, whether it is your career. We know when we focus on things and we're intentional, life gets better in that area of your life. So what is one area of your life that you can get intentional about? For me, and you know, COVID, it just wrecked everything. And I think we're now into the new rhythm and norm of whatever that is. But for me, I was doing a lot of reading last year and then it went out the window and, you know, plans changed and I was just in a different rhythm. I've now, you know, I've kind of swung back around, pressed reset at the start of the year. I am now making sure I read at least 10, 15 minutes a day. Okay. So reading isn't a natural strong point of mine, but I do like it. I get a lot out of reading. So how do we be intentional about an area of our life? If you are new to the podcast world and this is all new to you, maybe you've never been intentional with your money before. Maybe it's time that you get a system and a plan in place and it doesn't need to be complex. It just needs to have intentionality behind it and you focusing on that area of your life. We've got heaps of resources in the Facebook group. Uh, You can search uh, or ask the question, uh, fellow people that listen to the podcast, like what are they doing to maximize their income and to be intentional? I might even put up a thread. How are you going to be intentional with your life or your money this year? And there was a book that I read. It was um, it was called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And I'll pop a link in the show notes. But he talked about uh, with this work, a grand gesture. So, you know, you want to do something and you just need a big grand gesture to make sure you do it. And I've done that before. I've earlier, uh, well, at the end of last year, I went up to Byron Bay, New South Wales. Uh, It was a grand gesture. I went up there for four days and just worked from there, got heaps of stuff done. So what can you do as a, a bit of a gesture to set a line in the sand for the new year? It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be anything. You might buy yourself a new wallet. That could be a gesture. You might, you might sell a heap of crap. 
and get a bit of a Kickstarter. If you haven't used it in a year, two years, and it's not a family heirloom, piss it off. If you need another one, you can buy it. Can you get an accountability buddy? Can you call someone and say, hey, I know you've struggled with money in the past. I've been sloppy. Do you want to together sit down one night, come over, we'll have a cup of tea, a wine or whatever you want to do, and we'll do our budgets together. What, what about you get a couple of friends around and all have a budget party? I don't know. Do something intentional. Maybe if you get enough friends together, I'll zoom in and join you. Just let me know. The third thing I want to talk about is, you know, we all talk about goals and all that, but it's good to have goals, but I want you to at least have one type of target in your life. If you're not used to this intentionality and this goal setting thing, what's just one thing? And it can be low hanging fruit. It could be, I just want to go the week without using Afterpay. I just want to go the week without using my credit card. I just want to go the week and not run out of money by the end of the week. I don't know what it is. Make sure you have some type of target. One of the targets that we had at My Millennial Money last year was to get 30,000 Instagram followers by the end of 2020. And I think on the second last day of December, on the 30th of December, we reached that target. And Jess and I, we celebrated over text and it was really cool. But would, would have we made that target if we weren't intentional? And that's just one small thing. Uh, so what can you do in your life to set up some type of target? It could be, I want to save $10,000 because that's the amount I need in my emergency fund. So remember, whatever it is, you need to have a target because if you don't have a target, you'll miss it. What's, there's a saying that um, I think the old hockey player, he said, you'll miss every shot you don't take or something like that. So you've just got to have a target. And this stuff, it's so basic and I feel dumb saying it, but the only reason I'm doing this and I write this stuff down myself is because I need to do it as well. I'm just human. I just get lazy. I get into bad habits and I need to remind myself that I've got a target this year to do X, to do Y, to do Z. So you just got to, it's just, it's part of my natural life that I always have something I'm aiming for uh, and it doesn't need to be big. It could be go for a walk every morning. I'm speaking to me right now. And as a follow-on for that, number four or five or whatever the hell I'm up to, number four, I want you to get rid of any consumer debt and make the decision. If you've, if you've already cleared the consumer debt, I love you. That's so good. But if you're still in consumer debt, I just need you to make the decision that this is the year that I stop. I stop overspending. I stop using my credit card. I don't run out and get a personal loan. When my car craps itself, I don't go out and just get a car loan. I get strategic and I really can't stress this enough. Anyone who ever has any financial success does not carry consumer debt. It's so simple. Anyone, I'll repeat that again, anyone who is successful with their money, does not carry any consumer debt, full stop. And this is a thing that I had to learn many years ago that you can't do what working class, lower class Australia does with their money and that's get easy finance for crap that you consume. Categorically, 
ask anyone who has done very, very well with money, it would be a very rare exception that they are running around with consumer debt. Very, very rare. So that's just one thing. You need to get rid of the debt. The next point, I want you to write down all of your monthly payments and review them and then tweak. And it doesn't have to be a process you do in one week. But I mean, I just went through and you know how some things creep up and on my iPhone, you go into the uh, your Apple account and subscriptions and there'd be one on Google Pay and all that stuff. I was paying like $5 a month um, for some photo app. So you've just, I've just got to call that. Like last year I was crapping on how I had two Amazon subscriptions and didn't know it. This stuff, like it creeps up and that's why... I still had to, and the reason that I I saw that I was paying for that photo thing was just the other day when I was going through my accounts, I saw this $4.99 thing come out of my card and I'm like, what the hell is that? Then I went looking and it was a photo app. So you've got to just keep on top of this. And it's just a great time of year to review all your subscriptions and payments. If there's If there's a payment there for your monthly insurance, are you at the stage financially where you can call the insurance company and say, hey, I'd like to pay yearly. Uh, is there a, a discount for paying yearly? And while you're at it, maybe you can review that stuff. So that's a, a very easy thing to do. And there's so many of you that do use the Glen James spending plan. What I generally do is I put the yearly amount in the Glen James spending plan in that column and then when the insurance is up for renewal every year, I then go in, open the spreadsheet and it's a live spreadsheet that you can keep keep on your Google Drive or whatever. Uh, then each year that that's up for renewal, I update the, um, the amount because your budget is a living item. It moves, it breathes. It, at times, you know, you might go through a, a big period of expenses. So if you hurt yourself, you've got to go to physio for a couple of months or whatever, you might have to pay more. And then there might be times where you're really lean. So you've just got to think your budget is a moving and living organism and it just needs maintenance. So yeah, definitely check out all your monthly repayments and go over your spending plan and review that as well. The next point, I want you to just double check your emergency fund. And I might do another episode on the emergency fund, but Effectively, once you're out of consumer debt, your next goal should be to have an emergency fund, a cash reserve, a buffer. Going through the coronavirus uh, shutdown last year, so, so, so many people said their emergency funds saved their ass. There's been comments in the Facebook group where people have had pets and they've had emergency surgeries for the animals and their emergency funds save their ass. So, it's, it's probably, if you're new to this whole financial world thing, the emergency fund is probably the first big thing that you will do with your money after paying off any consumer debt. And I want you, once you've built your emergency fund, and we generally say three to six months worth of expenses only. So you don't need to save savings or anything like that, just expenses only. The Glen James spending plan, it does tell those who do that on the spreadsheet how much uh, a target could be. All right. The next thing is, and this is a weird one. I just want you to just take 10 minutes and just reflect on, and it might be longer than 10 minutes, but I want you to reflect on your job and your career. 
are you happy with it? Do you have to uh, set some new career goals? Do you have to have any chats at work to uh, your bosses or anything like that? Just to check in to make sure that you are absolutely on track with your career because until you get probably $100,000 in an investment account, the main thing uh, that will give you the biggest percentage return on that money with the money you put into that. So if you can get a better job or more pay to have more money to invest, you will get such a better return. Compounding and investment returns, they do matter absolutely, but more so once you really get over that $100,000 because if an, if an investment account did 10% in that year and you had 100 grand in there, that's an extra $10,000. So realistically, can you put an extra $1,000 a month in? In some instances, it starts to uh, be a lot harder you know, in most people's budgets to have a spare, you know, thousand dollars a month or whatever that might be. So just remember that double check your career uh, and go and re-listen to some of the episodes on the podcast, My Millennial Career, because Shell and M, they're switched on. They have uh, episodes about job interviews, about asking for a pay rise, uh, your career plan, everything like that. So I'd really encourage you just to a pulse check about your career because you spend a lot of time at work. I might leave it there. Look, it, it probably wasn't a lot, but I just wanted to encourage you. Uh, and there's, oh, there's actually one thing that I wrote down and I didn't say it, uh, but gambling. If you're a gambler, probably need to stop it. And I'm not talking about, you know, the once every six weeks you end up at the pub or whatever you go and you throw $20 in or whatever. I'm talking about the people out there who know they're addicted to it because they can't go without doing it. There's help out there if you need it, but it is one way to really blow up your financial life. I actually had a client once. He came in, he was a divorcee. He had a little bit of money, not that much, because two years before he saw me, he divorced his wife. Uh, it was actually quite sad because she gambled $400,000. She redrew off the mortgage and it was just wild. So if that thing gets out of control, it can wreck your life. Yeah, if you're a gambler, I would really encourage you to um, to look at the fruit of that and maybe note that it isn't just an ad hoc timeout every couple of weeks or whatever, you know, $20 here and there. Uh, I'm talking about, you know, you've got your sports bet account and you're, you're actually addicted to it. And that's, you know, we've all got addictions, we've all got crap, uh, but I just wanted to bring that to your attention, so... All right. And before we go, I asked on Instagram uh, on the 1st of January, what's a habit you want to break or start this year? Because I've started reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's an amazing book and I read it once a year now. And I'm just going to read some of the responses and there was a lot of them. So thank you so much. Bronte McPherson, she's going to stop using her credit card. There was a heap of people. Mel Clayfield says less phone time. Uh, and Sophie Sullivan said, eat less sugar. Taylor McDonald said, spending outside of my budget. Uh, someone else said, and if I don't say the name, it's because I can't uh, pronounce the username in a fast fashion. Start exercising regularly and clean eating as much as possible. Taylor McDonald said, managing being a subcontractor better and putting enough uh, for tax and super aside. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, and I'll have more to say on that on the My Millennial Business Podcast. Uh Sydney Boy said, having that last rumbo. I don't know what that is. I must be old and out of touch. Um, 
Ash says, quit booze. Uh, someone else said, save, read and listen more this year. Uh, Holly Doll said, drink less coffee. Someone else said, start going to the gym and saving money smarter. Someone else said, not buying gimmicky things I will never actually use. Gosh, I'm guilty of that. Someone else said, let, uh, stop buying stupid crap. So the same type of thing. Kimma May said, unnecessary spending. Vic said, buying friendships. That's an interesting one. Um, so there might be some toxic relationships there. Uh, Chantel said, pay off my car loan and then start and stay out of consumer debt. Love hearing that. Pulling from my savings at the end of a fortnight, Jay Davo said. So, Jay, you need the Glen James spending plan. Oh, Chantel also said, and also read more. Any further suggestions? Already purchased Atomic Habits. There's actually a, um, a website, Glen James Book Recommendations. You can just Google that. I am Howard said, read one book a month. Uh, he meant to do it last year, so... There we go. Claudia said, stop buying a coffee every day and put that $4.50 into savings instead. Yeah, that's huge. And I actually launched My Millennial Coffee this year and I'll put a link in the show notes, but we worked out like if someone's buying a couple of coffees a day, even at $3.80, by buying the beans and having a nice black coffee at home or if you've got a machine, you can save so much money. Uh, Lockie said being sucked into sales. Yeah, that's a big one. Hand Proctor said to start running, robbing Peter to pay Paul. So it sounds like we need, uh, a bit of a spending plan. Rach also said buying coffees out. Uh, Val said stop Uber Eats and eating out. Yeah, eating out. Gosh, it's so bloody expensive sometimes. Liam says stop, <laughs> stop snacking before bed. Yeah, that's not good. Adele Glee. Hey Adele, I actually... I gave Adele a copy of the My Money Journal and she's been using that and she's going to start intentionally saving. Anna says Uber Eats, uh, doing thing, doing things for FOMO, not because I want to. Lauren Grace Young says. Uh, Shell says weekend Uber Eats. Jeez, it's so expensive, Uber Eats. I, I don't know why. Um, someone else says after pain eating out. Says... Cesar Jane, no, I don't even know. Spending money I don't have and save. Hazel said afterpay. Someone said solid investing. Katie says no money but less screen time. Oh, not money but less screen time. That was a common theme that came through. Another one said stop buying unnecessary stuff for my new house. I don't even need that stylish velvet bedspread. Yeah, maybe you do. Um, another person said eating sugar before bed. So I, I'm trying to eat well before my bedtime, for what it's worth. Yet V-Bro said, read for 20 minutes each day. Riot Girl said, meal prep and save money. Michael Gabriel said, overspending. You need a spending plan. Paulie says, I want to level up my discipline. Any tips? Well, I reckon read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's just such a banger. Someone else says, prioritizing my health over my work not really a habit, but a new focus. That's so good. Spending money on too much takeout and car said. Mick, oh, I can't even read half these bloody things. Investing a portion of my pay. That's awesome. Washing the dishes before I go to bed, Haley says. Exercise more frequently, especially new activities that challenge myself. Going to bed at a decent time. Seriously, 10.30 p.m., or before 10.30 p.m., it will change your life. Trust me. Someone else says, I want to get in this habit of saving and growing an emergency fund. Taylor Gardner said, checking socials first thing in the morning. 
that's so big. I, I've i set up screen time. So, none of my socials, whatever, it gets turned off at 10 p.m. now and activated at 8 a.m. So, and I'm usually up for eight. So, I can't actually check any of my socials uh, when I get up first thing. So, that's a, a thing there. And if that doesn't work for me, I will be leaving my phone downstairs of a night. Start putting, Bell Dog said, start putting away money for larger expenses in the future. Janine Horman said, mindful spending. Banway99 said, effectively spending, using your spending plan. Thanks for your support. Sazzy said, sneaking money out of my savings. They're going to stop doing that. Claire Ince said, I want to eat out way less. You and me both, but I'm lazy, but it costs me. And I know Claire, so hello, Claire. Thanks for listening. Miss Jocker said, spending. Another one here, Astral said, constant social media use. There's so many ones here. This is cool. I want to actually budget and save at least 30K. Too tired of blowing my pay. It can be possible, like... The amount of testimonies that you guys have sent in to say, oh, we saved 20, we saved 30 grand or whatever, just by having a spending plan, it can be done. Eat healthy and exercise uh, from Nicola. Uh, Leaving projects unfinished, Jerome, Jermosk, whatever your name is, you're going to stop doing that. Uh, Kira, being active every day. Cat Mac, stop buying a croissant with a coffee each day. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you stop doing that. You've halved the amount of money that you're spending and you've probably taken about 5,000 calories of sugar out of your diet at the same time. Chloe Middleton said, not buying materialistic things I don't need. Yep. And that's part of that being intentional thing that I talked about at the start. Stop putting my head in the sand about money. Uh, Tuli Tim said, stop snacking on Woolworth's uh, dreamy choc chip cookies. Uh, Madison said, buying too much takeaways, no big four takeaways for a year. That's cool. Esty said, sticking to her actual budget. Chloe said, transferring out of my savings to buy clothes. Hey, we all need clothes, but maybe you just need a spending plan and have a different account for your clothes so you don't feel guilty uh, because it's not technically savings if it's spoken for. So you might have a five grand savings there, but you've got to pay for rego in a month and the money's got to come out of that account. So there could be $1,000 that's already spoken for. So is it technically savings if it's already spoken for? And that's why I like the use of the cash hub and account for clothes. Spend less on random incidentals, less Instagram, no social media after lunch. That's a good one, Sarah. Occasional betting, uh, Hatch said that. Page, Pags said, stop going out and partying so much, so much money on drinks, hungover, food, etc." Dr. Kira said, sticking to a food budget. It really does speak to that being intentional, isn't it? And I don't want you to pick five things to be intentional at. That's ridiculous. No one can do that. But what's one thing that you can just go, look, I'm just going to nail this. Let's do one thing at a time. I would really encourage reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. There's a link in the show notes. You just, It's just amazing. And I, I picked up one habit. I've actually picked up more habits. Um, and because realistically, once you don't notice you're doing it, it's it's a habit. Like I used to hate flossing my teeth. And with the habit stacking thing that James talks about in the book, I floss my teeth every day now. So little things like that, it's, um, it's a game changer. So, well, friends, we might leave it there today. Thank you so much for having a listen. I know we've gone a little bit longer than the usual Express podcast, but I think it was for good reason. 
my question to you is, number one, uh, if you've liked what you're hearing on this podcast, please give me a review if you listen on Apple. And number two, who can you forward this episode to? Who needs to hear this in your world? I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.